بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفر ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسول الله معلمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما باب قوله تعالى حتى إذا فزع عن قلوبهم قالوا ماذا قال ربكم قالوا الحق وهو العلي الكبير شبتوا until when fear is banished from their hearts they say what is it that your Lord has said they say the truth and he is the most high the most great Alright, so this is a very, يعني, a fairly short chapter. There's only three evidences, but يعني, the hadith are quite long. And inshallah, we'll go through these. فَوَيَا سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ He said, بَاب بَابٌ قَوْلِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى So this is the second time that the author uses an ayah as evidence. فَهِ He quoted this ayah in Surah Sabah. فَوَيَا سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ The relevance of this chapter to, to, the, to, the, to Kitab al-Tawheed is يعني, subhanallah, the author now is demonstrating how much the angels fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, although they are the strongest and the greatest of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creations in the heavens. They are one of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's greatest creations. Hatta subhanallah, Jibreel alayhi salam and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa ala suratihi, ra'ahu ala suratihi, saw him in his true form, fil ufuq, he was blocking the whole horizon. Imagine the horizon, how big the horizon is, he was blocking the horizon. وَلَهُ سِتُمِئَةَ جَنَاحِ And he had 600 wings, Jibreel alayhi salam. For the angels are not a small creation, subhanAllah. For the angels are one of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's greatest creations. فَهَنَّ سُبْحَانَ In this ayah, in this ayah it shows their state when they hear the amr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when, he gives his command in the, in the heavens, this is what happens to them. This is what happens to them. حَتَّى إِذَا فُزِّعَ عَنْ قُلُوبِهِمْ They become, subhanAllah, scared and frightened. As a result of the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if the angels if the angels are invoked besides Allah and this is their state, but this is how this chapter is similar to the one before it. It's going to show butlan. It's going to show that these false deities which are worshipped besides Allah, this is their state. They are not worthy of being worshipped. And subhanAllah, the link between this chapter and the one before it is that the one before it is talking about the greatest creation on the earth. The greatest creation on the earth, yet this, yet his incapacity is not worthy, or he's not worthy of him being worshipped. And we're talking about the Prophet Yes, and now the, this chapter is talking about the greatest creations in the heavens, the greatest creations in the heavens, and they are the, they are the angels, they are the angels, and this is their state. They also have an incapacity, and that they are not worthy of worship. But this is how the two, uh, this is how the two chapters are related. But subhanAllah, the, 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 the Sheikh, he mentioned Sheikh Ibn Uthaymin, he mentioned that some of the mushrikun, subhanAllah, they thought that the heavenly bodies, يعني, they were greater, or they had greater powers than, يعني, يعني, greater powers than the deities that, they believe, that, that were worshipped on this earth. يعني, the, مثلا, the stars and the sun and the, and the, and the moon and, and the angels, all of these are the heavenly bodies or the heavenly entities. But some of the mushrikun believed what? That these were more deserving of worship than the idols. But those who used to worship the idols and these ones used to worship what? The heavenly bodies. And both of them are in dalal. Both of them are in misguidance. But the, the one before refutes the ones who worship the idols of this, of this world. And this one refutes the, the ones who worship مثلاً, the deities of, of the sama, the wrong, yani the wrongful deities of the sama. And then he says, حَتَّى إِذَا فُزِّعَ عَنْ قُلُوبِهِمْ حَتَّى إِذَا 
that when the, the fear is removed from the qulub of the malaika, when the fear is removed from the hearts of the malaika, so this goes to prove that what? That the malaika have, have hearts. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created them with hearts. Yani subhanAllah, the difference, and they mentioned yani the difference between al-khawf and al-faza. But if you say, if you look here, what does it say? When the fear is banished from their hearts, huh? al-khawf. What do you say? Al-khawf is fear. What do you say? Al-faza is, is fear as well in English. So obviously there's a, yani there's a problem here. So al-khawf is mustamir. Al-khawf is mustamir. It is continuous. So you are scared and this, this, this fear is continuous. Whereas al-faza is, is an initial fear. Is an initial fear, it comes and then it's, it's, it's there temporarily and then it's removed. This is what al faza is. But Mathalan, I don't know, if someone jumps from behind you and scares you, you don't say this is khawf. You say this is, this is faza because the fear is Mathalan temporary. It's not there permanently. Yani when they're released from this faza after hearing the revelation which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yani he, the, 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 the awamir of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which he gives in the sama, whether the wahi is, is kawni or shari'i, we'll come to say this in the next hadith, then subhanAllah this is the effect that, that it has on them. So what do they say? Qalu, they say to one another. Yani they ask one another, what did our Rabb say? What did our Rabb say? And we'll see the effects that it has on them. This ayah doesn't give you the exact details, but the next hadith is an explanation of this ayah. Qalu al-haq. Qalu al-haq. That means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke the haq. But subhanAllah, this doesn't imply, and if you say, قَالَ الْحَقِّ That means there are instances where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may speak al-batil. There's no, there's no inference like this, subhanAllah. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always speaks the haq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always speaks the haq. But don't understand from this that there are sometimes when Allah will speak haq, and sometimes He will speak batil. Hasha wa kalla that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should ever speak batil. But if the angels know that Allah only speaks haq, what's the point of the question in the first place? مَاذَا قَالَ رَبُّكُمْ If they know that the only the haq comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, why would they ask such a question? And like we always say that the question in Arabic language can have many, can have many meanings. And the meaning of this question is a form of praise. Is a form of praise. For they are praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he has spoken the haqq and that Allah only speaks, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only speaks the haqq. You can, you can ask the question, did you see the, the great work of someone? For this is a question form which is what is used to praise someone. So this is what the malaika, they say, مَاذَا قَالَ رَبُّكُمْ قَالُوا الْحَقِّ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has spoken the truth. And this is a form of praise that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only ever speaks the truth. وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْكَبِيرُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is الْعَلِيُّ الْكَبِيرُ And remember the munasaba. You've got to look at the relevance of the names of Allah towards the end of the ayat. How are they relevant to the ayah itself? وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is الْعَلِي The high, the most high. يعني بذاته he is the highest. Ala al-arsh istawa. He is the higher than the angels. He is higher than the angels. Ala al-arsh istawa. Ulu al-zat wa ulu al-sifat. And Allah subhanahu wa taala has the sifat which are lofty and 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 high. All of the sifat of Allah are perfect and 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 Subhanallah befitting His Majesty. Subhanahu wa taala. For Al Ali, Al Ali that that this that the effect of His words have on the angels, the greatest of creations. For Al Ali al-Kabir, the greatest, the most majestic. Above the angels and above all of the creations. He is the creator subhanahu wa ta'ala. الكبير. And then the general meaning of the ayah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us in this ayah that, that whenever the angels hear Allah's words revealed to Jibreel, they tremble and are terrified to the extent that they are close to fainting. When the terror is released from their hearts, the angels ask one another, what has your Lord said? 
They reply praising and glorifying Allah, the truth, and He is the Most High, the Most Great. حَتَّى إِذَا فُزِّعَ عَنْ قُلُوبِهِمْ قَالُوا مَاذَا قَالَ رَبُّكُمْ قَالُوا الْحَقَّ وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْكَبِيرُ يعني, And like we mentioned before, يعني the relevance of the ayah, which is the chapter title itself, is to, go, is to show the ajiz, the incapacity of the angels. So this is what happens to the angels when they hear the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we'll come to say, they, they beat their wings and they fall in prostration to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If this is their, their, the case of the angels, how can you direct any worship to the angels? Anything below the angels as well. Anything below the angels. For only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is deserving of the worship. أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إذا قضى الله الأمر في السماء ضربت الملائكة بأجنحتها خضعانا لقوله كأنه سلسلة على صفوان ينفذهم ذلك حتى إذا فزع عن قلوبهم قالوا ماذا قال ربكم قالوا الحق وهو العلي الكبير فيسمعها مسترق السمع ومسترق السمع هكذا بعضه فوق بعض وصفه سفيان بكفه فحرفها وبدد بين أصابعه فيسمع الكلمة فيلقيها إلى من تحته ثم يلقيها الآخر إلى من تحته حتى يلقيها على لسان الساحر أو الكاهن فربما أدركه الشهاب قبل أن يلقيها وربما ألقاها قبل أن يدركه فيكذب معها مئة كذبة فيقال أليس قد قال لنا يوم كذا وكذا كذا وكذا فيصدق بتلك الكلمة التي سمعت من السماء that Abu Huraira رضي الله عنه narrates that the Prophet said when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees some order in the heaven the angels flutter their wings indicating complete surrender to, to, to his saying which sounds like chains being dragged on rock and when the state of fear is banished from their hearts they say what is, what is it that your Lord has said they say the truth, and he is the most high, the most great. Then the stealthy listeners, the devils, they hear this order, and these stealthy listeners are like this, one over the other. Sufyan, a sub-narrator, demonstrated that by holding his hand upright and separating the fingers. A stealthy listener hears a word which he will convey to that which is below him, and the second will convey it to that who is below him, till the last of them will convey it to the, the wizard or the fort, fortune teller. Sometimes a flame or a fire may strike the devil before he can convey it, and sometimes he may convey it before the flame or the fire strikes him, whereupon the wizard adds to that word a hundred lies. The people will then say, didn't he, the magician, tell such and such a thing on such and such a date? So that magician is said to have told the truth because of the statement which has been heard from the heavens. So this hadith, we'll quickly go through the, the individuals who are mentioned in the hadith. For Abu Huraira, we've already mentioned Abu Huraira, Allah. Right, and then he mentions here, he mentions right in the middle, he mentions Sufyan. He says Sufyan. In the in the in the history of يعني, Islam, if you say Sufyan, there's only two Sufyans. There's Sufyan ibn Uyayna and there's Sufyan al-Thawri. Both of them were ulama in their rights. They were Huffad, the narrators of the hadith. And this Sufyan that we're referring to here is Sufyan ibn Uyayna. Sufyan ibn Uyayna, his tabaqa was that he was from Tabi al Tabi'in. And he died in the year 198. Rahimahumullah jami'an. So he says, إِذَا قَضَ اللَّهُ الْأَمْرَ فِي السَّمَاءِ That when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees an order, and when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks an order, He speaks an order in the heavens. Because if you, if you continue reading, what does he say? That what do they do? They submit to His قول. So this order that He gives is an order that He speaks it. That He speaks it to, to Jibreel alayhi salam. And this order that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives can either be kawni or it can either be shari'i. 
It can either be kawni or it can be shar'i. Shar'i is the one that we know, the one that he, that he gives to Jibreel to send down to, to the prophets and to the messengers. This is the shar'i, the one that he speaks the qawn. And the other one is the kawni, yani an order which he gives, which, which is to do with the kawn. And then he says, that the malaika malaika they will beat their wings out of submission of what they have heard. Yani the power of these words that Allah speaks, they will beat their wings in submission. Maybe change that in the translation where it says flutter their wings. Yani they beat their wings. But there's a difference between the fluttering of a butterfly wing and the beating of an eagle. When the eagle flies, how does the eagle fly? Does it flutter its wings or does it beat its wings? It beats its wings. It shows that it's, it's, it's strong, subhanAllah. But they beat their wings That their beating of their wings is like what? Safwan A safwan is what? A safwan is a rock A smooth hard rock This is what a safwan is And subhanAllah You can imagine when you drag a chain The silsila is a chain When you drag a chain over the rock What kind of sound it makes? It makes a great noise It makes a great sound so subhanAllah here, the, the shabah, you got to be careful. He says, كَأَنَّهُ كَأَنَّهُ سِلْسِلَةٌ عَلَى صَفْوَانٌ it's not, it's not comparing the words of Allah to the sound of the chain that makes on the ground. You have to be very careful about this, subhanAllah. For this, uh, the words of Allah do not resemble this. For nothing resembles the words of Allah. لَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٍ وَلَمْ يَكُنْ لَهُ كُفُوًا أَحَدٍ Nothing is like Allah subhanAllah. For the tashbih is what? Is the tashbih is the fear of the angels. But subhanAllah, as if someone, when they hear the chains being dragged on the rocks, what kind of fear would it invoke in them? This is the kind of fear that the angels have. This is the kind of fear that the angels have when they hear the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's not comparing the words of Allah to the sound of the chain being dragged on the rocks. So just be careful of this. This is a very important masala to understand. And then he says, يَنْفُذُهُمْ ذَلِكَ This is not mentioned in your books. If you go here, عَلَى صَفْوَانٍ يَنْفُذُهُمْ ذَلِكَ It doesn't mention it in your translation. Maybe you want to just add that. It means النفذ, يعني, it penetrates them. That means there's not a malak in the sama that doesn't hear the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is not a malak that doesn't hear the words of Allah and is affected by the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whereby they beat their wings in submission to the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he mentions the ayah, حَتَّى إِذَا فُزِّعَ عَنْ قُلُوبِهِمْ When the fear is removed from their hearts as a result of يعني, hearing what they heard from the words of Allah, when that's removed, قَالُوا مَاذَا قَالَ رَبُّكُمْ What did your Rabb say? قَالُوا الْحَقْ They will say that Allah spoke the Haqq, yani praising Allah. وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْكَبِيرُ So this is مطابق to the ayah. For this hadith is essentially explaining the ayah. Remember the tafsir of the Qur'an can be done with the Qur'an itself. Tafsir al-Qur'an bil-Qur'an and tafsir al-Qur'an bil-Hadith. The Hadith can also explain the Qur'an. وَمُسْتَرِقُ السَّمِحَ هَكَذَا بَعْضُهُ فَوْقَ بَعْضٍ The devils, they stack themselves up. With the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they stack themselves up. The one who steals the sama. For the one who steals the qawl, he passes it on to the one below him. And the one below him, he passes it on to the one below him. And the one below him, he passes it on to the one below him. And then he says, Until they give it to who? The sahir or the kahin? So they pass it on to them. And this goes to show that the, these sorcerers are, are in league with who? With the shayateen. They are in league with the shayateen. يُلْقِيهَا عَلَى لِسَانِ السَّاحِرَ أَوِ الْكَاهِنِ فَرُبَّمَا أَدْرَكَهُ الشِّهَابِ رُبَّمَا أَدْرَكَهُ الشِّهَابِ A shihab, essentially a shihab is, is a meteorite. Is a meteorite. The meteorite is a, is a piece of the star which breaks off from the star. It's a shooting star they call it. 
but it, as, it, as it flies through the atmosphere, it causes it to be burned. And this is what is used to repel this shayateen. It's used to repel this shayateen and stop them from taking you know, the, the khabar of the sama. And he's saying sometimes, sometimes the shihab gets them and sometimes the shihab doesn't get them, with the permission of Allah. But nothing escapes the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they said, subhanallah, the, the, the shurrah, they said, in the times of the Prophet wasallam, the shihab would get them every single time. The shihab would get them every single time so that there could be no ambiguity in the wahi. So in every single case, they would be destroyed. But when the Prophet ﷺ died and the wahi no longer came down, they said that sometimes with the permission of Allah they will take and sometimes they will be struck down with the shihab. فَيَكْذِبُ مَعَهَا مِئَةَ كَذْبًا يعني فَرُبَّمَا أَدْرَكَهُ الشِّهَابِ قَبْلَ أَنْ يُلْقِيهَا وَرُبَّمَا أَلْقَاهَا Sometimes the shihab will get them and sometimes the shihab will not get them. يعني they will escape with the, with the قول. فَيَكْذِبُ مَعَهَا مِئَةَ كَذْبَةٍ That means on top of this one truth that they have stolen from the sama, يَكْذِبُ مَعَهَا مِئَةَ كَذْبًا يعني 100 lies he adds to this truth. 100 lies. And these 100 lies is not an exact amount. This is what they call المُبَالَغَة لِلْمُبَالَغَة يعني in comparison to this one truth, there are so many, there are so many lies compared to it. If it could be 100, it could be 200, it could be 95, it could, but it far exceeds, it far exceeds the truth that they say. And then they say that the people will say, فَيُقَالُوا أَلَيْسَ قَدْ قَالَ لَنَا يَوْمَ كَذَا وَكَذَا Didn't this sahir say to us that this would happen? Subhanallah, when the truth that they speak, this one truth, they speak it, what will happen now? The people will start believing their what? Their 100 lies. They will start believing their 100 lies as a result of this one truth that they have spoken when it comes to fruition. People will overlook the lies that they give and they will start believing them because of this one truth. All right, and then the general meaning of the hadith, very quickly, that the Prophet ﷺ informs us of one of the matters of the, of the unseen, and that is the angels' glorification of the words of Allah and their state of fear upon hearing it. They ask one another about what Allah has said and receive answers from one another. The Prophet ﷺ further informs us that the devils eavesdrop on the conversations of the angels and then convey them to the sorcerers and soothsayers. Upon hearing these conversations, the devils are pursued by shooting stars. Despite being pursued by shooting stars, they may manage to steal the news and convey it to the sorcerer or soothsayer. For a reason only Allah knows. Nothing, however, falls outside the boundaries of Allah's complete knowledge and will. The devils, the sorcerers or the soothsayers then blend the heavenly words with a myriad of lies which are accepted by the people due to the few true words included. So subhanAllah, this is you know, just the general meaning of the hadith. And then you know, the relevance of the hadith, it refutes, clearly refutes the false belief of those who, who worship the angels. For this is the state of the angels, that they are fearful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that they submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they ask, what did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? And they say, qala Allah al-haqq. And they are affected by the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this way. For how can, subhanAllah, how can they be worshipped besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How can they be worshipped besides Allah? And this is their condition. وَعَنَ النَّوَاسِ بِنْ سَمْعَانِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ أَنَّ النَّبِيُ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَى سَلَّمْ قَالْ إِذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى أَنْ يُوحِيَ بِالْأَمْرِ تَكَلَّمَ بِالْوَحِي أَخَذَتِ السَّمَاوَاتُ مِنْهُ رَجْفَةٌ أَوْ قَالَ رَعْدَةً خَوْفًا مِنَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى فَإِذَا سَمِعَ ذَلِكَ أَهْلُ السَّمَاوَاتِ صُعِقُوا وَخَرُّوا لِلَّهِ سُجَّدًا فَيَكُونُ أَوَّلَ مَنْ يَرْفَعُ رَأْسَهُ جِبْرِيلٌ فَيُكَلِّمُهُ اللَّهُ مِنْ مِنْ وَحْيِهِ بِمَا أَرَادَ ثم يمر جبريل على الملائكة كلما مر بسماء سأله ملائكتها ماذا قال ربنا يا جبريل فيقول جبريل قال الحق وهو العلي الكبير فيقولون كلهم مثل ما قال جبريل فينتهي جبريل بالوحي إلى حيث أمره الله تعالى
that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes to reveal something to mankind, He speaks out the words to be revealed. At this the heavens shake strongly in fear of Him. When the words of Allah fall upon the inhabitants of the heaven, yani the malaika, they are taken by shock and fall in prostration. The first of them to raise his head is the angel Jibreel, whom Allah speaks out the revelation what he wishes. Then Jibreel passes by the other angels in different heavens and is asked of at each station, What did our Lord say, O Jibreel? He answered, He said the truth, He is the most high, the most great, and all repeat the same after him. Then Jibreel moves on to the destination with the revelation to where commanded by Allah the most high. Alright, this hadith, before we start anything, we need to do the takhrij of the hadith. We need to do a takhrij. Well, this hadith uh, has been uh, narrated uh, in many books of tafsir. And, uh, 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 Ibn Kathir narrated it, Al-Baghawi narrated it, and Al-Tabari narrated it in their, in their books of tafsir. And the books of tafsir, uh, when, you, when you see that, uh, the manhaj, uh, the methodology of some of the mufassirun, is that they would uh, include ahadith, uh, correct and incorrect ahadith. As long as it, subhanAllah, it had something to do with the ayah, they would include it. And this hadith is mukhtalafi. This hadith is mukhtalafi, whether it's sahih or ba'if. But the most correct opinion is that it is, it is ba'if. And then he says in the hadith, and I will just explain it very quickly. That when Allah wants to send down the revelation. But this one is specifically talking about the revelation of the wahi. The shar'i wahi. The one that he sends down to the messengers. تعالى أن يوحي بالأمر تكلم بالوحي أخذت السماوات منه رجفة أو قال رعدة خوفا من الله تعالى The sky shakes فإذا سمع ذلك أهل السماوات صعقوا وخروا لله سجدا When the angels hear this, what do they do? صعقوا الصعق is that they fall unconscious Is that they fall unconscious فهي سيزيها they fall unconscious And then what? وخروا لله سجدا يعني these two actions they can't be done together. But what this means is that they fell unconscious and then when they, when they regained conscious again, then they fell to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in, in prostration. And then just the general meaning of the hadith that the Prophet sallallahu informs us of the greatness and grandeur of Allah that when he pronounces the revelation, the heavens shake out of fear of him since they fully recognize his greatness. But this is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the sama. It is able to to subhanallah has an awareness and a sense of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's greatness it has an awareness of Allah's greatness that it shakes and the sama shaking is not something easy subhanallah it is one of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's great creations upon hearing the words of Allah the angels become unconscious and prostrate themselves in glorification to Allah and out of fear of him <coughs> the first of them to raise their heads is Jibreel as he is the messenger of Allah to his prophets Allah then reveals to Jibreel what he wills, and when Jibreel passes by the angels in the heavens, they ask him about what Allah has said, he replies the truth, and he is the most high, the most great. His reply is in turn repeated by the angels. Jibreel then proceeds to convey the revelation to whomever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has assigned from the messengers. And subhanAllah, I forgot to mention subhanAllah, regarding the ahadith, yani the, the manhaj of the shaykh, we said that the ahadith that are mukhtalaf fi, there's a difference of opinion in them. He always puts them. He always puts them at the end of the chapter. He always puts them <coughs> at the end of the chapter. And subhanAllah, the fact that he includes them in his book, he's, he's saying that he is of the of the opinion that this hadith is is Hassan. Is Hassan. But you know, the most correct one is that it is live. And then the relevance of the hadith to the chapter. You know, when we take it with the ayah and we take it with the, uh, the hadith sahih, again this shows what it shows the condition of 
of the malaika, yani if the hadith is sahih, yani it goes to show the conditions of the malaika that they fall in prostration to Allah and they fall unconscious when they hear the revelation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If this is the state of the malaika, but they are not worthy of being invoked besides Allah, despite them being the great creation of Allah. And this is their state when they hear the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For how can they be called besides Allah and anyone below them? How can anyone else yani, be called besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when this is their state? But like we said, the previous chapter, it, yani, it, it, it denies that, the, that anyone on the, the greatest creation on this earth, which is the Prophet should be worshipped besides Allah. And this chapter, it denies that the greatest creation of Allah in the heavens and they are the angels should be worshipped besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alright, the important issues of the chapter, there's I think 22. Explanation of the verse, حَتَّى إِذَا قُلُوبِهِمْ تَقَدَّمْ يعني We just explained that. In this verse is a proof for the invalidation of shirk, especially regarding what is attached to those righteous people or the supplication of the ignorant towards them. It is said that this verse cuts the root of the tree of shirk in the heart. Oh, subhanallah, subhanallah, the angels, despite their strength and despite their quwa and despite their power that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has gives, gives them, subhanallah, when they hear the words of Allah, what happens to them? They fall in prostration to Allah and submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if this is the state of the, of the, of the, of the, of the malaika, what about those who are less in status from the malaika, lesser in status and rank than the malaika? But this is why yaqta'a, yaqta'a al-shirk fil qulub. If the malaika, this is the state of the malaika, what about those, the, the idols that you worship, the idols that you create with your hand, the idols, mathalan, that you, you, you make a picture of and you worship, subhanAllah, and you know that this is the state of the, what, what, what are these compared to the angels? What are these compared to the angels? الشرك, it cuts off the shirk, the believer who knows this and subhanAllah understands this, that no shirk can come to their heart, subhanAllah. Three, explanation of Allah's words, قَالُوا الْحَقُّ وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْكَبِيرُ Yani what does this mean? Yani as, yani as we explained before in the ayah. Four, the reason for their question, was the reason to ask this, is to praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Five, that Jibreel alayhi salam answered their question after that by his word. He said, such and such. Madha qala qala al-haq wa huwa al-aliyu al-kabir. The description of the fact that Jibreel alayhi salam was the first to raise his head to attend to the revelation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yani just as per the hadith of al-Nawaz ibn Sam'an, and it provided that it is sahih. And this demonstrates what? You know, the great virtue of Jibreel. He's the first one to raise his head and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him the wahi directly. Seven, Jibreel alayhi salam answers to all the angels of the heavens for they all question him. And as per the hadith of al-Nawaz ibn Sam'an, and this is like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Jibreel is, is يعني, like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, muta'in thamma ameen. That he's obeyed amongst the angels in the heavens. Muta'in thamma and he is ameen. He is trustworthy. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him the wahi. Eight, unconsciousness occurs to all the dwellers of the heavens. And this is where, where he's يعني, in the hadith again of Nawas ibn Sam'an. That's where يعني, the, the dwellers of the heavens, يعني, it's not mentioned who else are the dwellers of the heavens. But we definitely know that, the angels. But the hadith is general. It says the dwellers of the heavens. For the ones that we know that dwell in the heavens are, are specifically the angels. Nine, trembling of the heavens due to the words of Allah. And again of the hadith of Nawas ibn Sam'an. 10. That Jibreel alayhi salam is the one who conveys the revelation to wherever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands. Again, the hadith of Al-Nawas ibn Sam'an. The fact that the Shaykh is quoting so many of these points from the hadith of Al-Nawas ibn Sam'an, this goes to show that he thinks that it is, that it is hasan. And like we said, يعني, ameen, that Allah gives him the wahi because he is ameen, he is trustworthy. He is trustworthy. 
11. Eavesdropping of the heavenly discussion by the devils. In the hadith of, of Abu Hurairah. 12. State of standing of the jinn atop, atop of one another. And like as Sufyan ibn Uyayna he described, and they are, he put his hands up like this, and they are stacked on top of one another. 13. Falling down of the shooting stars. As mentioned. 14. The shooting star sometimes hits the devil before he conveys the stolen message. And sometimes he reaches, and sometimes he reaches the ear of his human friend before he is struck. And his human friend, yani sahir or kahir. Sometimes it gets him, and sometimes it doesn't get him, as as yani is mentioned in the hadith. Fifteen. Sometimes the soothsayer may relay the truth. This is the one that he got from as sama. This is the only truth that he relays. But they add to it, yani mi'at kathba. They add to it lies. The soothsayer. Sixteen. The soothsayer mixes the truth with a hundred lies. The soothsayer mixes the truth with a hundred lies, and we said that this hundred is lil mubalagha. And with this one truth, there are many, many lies as well that they add to this one truth. Seventeen. The lies are not believed except for the word of truth which was heard from the heaven. And this is what we said, subhanAllah. Yani the, the, the sahir or the kahin, they tell a hundred lies or ninety-nine lies, but because of this one truth, what? He is believed. Because of this one truth, he is believed. We'll see the next mas'ala. But subhanAllah, this is how they sell their bida'ah, as Sheikh ibn Uthaymin said. This is how they sell their commodity. So otherwise, subhanAllah, if they all just told lies, would anyone believe them? No one would believe them. If nothing comes to fruition, if nothing comes true, then what? Do they have any, any business? Their business goes broke, essentially. But it is this one truth that what? That supports them, subhanAllah. That keeps them going. Although they add with it a hundred kathabat. billah. 18. The acceptance of falsehood by the human nature, how they hang on to one truth and not consider the 100 lies. Yeah, now this is not the general human nature. This is from a sufaha, the ones who don't have knowledge and the ones who have no brain that they believe these 100 lies. They overlook these 100 lies and what? And they concentrate on the one truth. So how can the soothsayer and a sorcerer be considered as, as, as telling the truth when all these lies that they overlook these lies? 19. How they pass the word to one another, memorize it, and use it as evidence for their other lies. Like we said, subhanAllah. But this one truth is what? Supports their whole, their whole premise and their whole business. So if they didn't have this truth, and you took away this truth, then they would have nothing. They would just have lies. 20. Affirmation of the divine attributes of Allah in opposition to the denials of the Asha'ira and the Mu'attira. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that He speaks, يُلْقِي kalima That He speaks the word. For this is what? This is the attribute of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah, we establish the sifa of what? The sifa of al-kalam, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks whenever He wants. Yes, bimashiyatihi, yatakallam bimashiyatihi, whenever He wants, with whatever He wants, subhanahu wa ta'ala, in a manner befitting His Majesty subhanahu wa ta'ala, that His speech is not resembling any of His khalq. Then He said this is in opposition of who? Al-Asha'ira. Al-Asha'ira, yani in general, we're not going to go into what the beliefs of the Asha'ira are, but they deny all of the attributes of Allah, and they establish only what? Only seven of them. Only seven of them. And they say these are the ones that yani, we cannot deny because they are what? They are yani, part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You cannot separate these from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For example, his hayat. We establish his hayat because Allah cannot exist without his hayat. And the mu'attila, whoever they may be, but most commonly are the mu'tazila, who deny all of the sifat of Allah. They don't even establish any of them. They deny all of the attributes of Allah. They say if we establish the attributes of Allah, then what? Then we are comparing him to 
to the creation. They say if Allah hears, that means his hearing is like like the khalq. If Allah speaks, that means his speech is like like the khalq. They said they fled from the tashbih and they fell into something even worse. Into what? Into a ta'atil. 21. That the trembling and shaking of the heavens is due to the, to the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Almighty. And as per the hadith, and the angels fall down in prostration for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again, as per the hadith. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, ashadu an la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiruka wa atubu alaik, wa jazakumullah